Let's talk a little bit right now about some of the incredible people that are not highlighted, not championed enough here at the Stollery. And those are the volunteers, the people that get involved and just, just want to help, just want to help make this place even better. I have one of our phone line volunteers, Kathy, on the line with me this morning. Kathy, how are you? I'm doing great, Chelsea. How are you? I'm doing very well, Kathy. Thank you so much for talking to me this morning because I've, I've done this Radiothon a few years in a row. Now, we've done the virtual ones and I've done the ones, uh, you know, a few years ago when uh, there we had phone line volunteers here in the background behind us. Now, it's a little bit different this year. Of course, we're sort of dipping our toe back into being in person and we're not able to have all of the phone line volunteers here with us. So you're in a different area. And I wanted to talk to you about what that looks like this year. Tell me about who you've spoken to on the phones and what sort of perspectives you're getting. You know what? It is just so amazing to be back with other people, right? It's um, I got here at 5.30 this morning and um, it was buzzing in the, in the room here. And it's been super busy all morning, actually. And um, I would say one of my favorite calls so far this morning was a grandpa that called in and his grandson had been flown in um, from Wainwright the day that he was born and he said that he had come to um, the Royal Alex and I said oh was he in the NICU and he said yes and I said well did you know that the NICU at the Royal Alex is actually Stollery staff and he's like I didn't know that on that note jack up my donation I was going to do a thousand and now he did 1500 so that was super exciting wow. to be able to wow. <laughs> upsell the donor <laughs> uh, job well done Kathy great, great work you, on, on that phone call <laughs> but I think you know you make you make a really good point that I think people take for granted the fact that when we talk about the stallery we're talking actually about many different areas of the hospital that actually exist in other hospital units across the city and yeah. it's not just the one location. I mean, that, that reach sort of extends into different areas. And so, yeah, the NICU of the Royal Alex is part of the stallery. And it's important, That's I think, great. to highlight that and let people know that your donation is going to all of these different branches and all of these different areas where care is given and, when, and of course, where care is received. Why, why did you want to get involved as a volunteer, Kathy? What drives you to do this? You know what? Um, the stallery is de- definitely uh, special to our family, and being able—excuse <clears throat> me—being able to finally be back volunteering. I—I I was part of Stollery Women's Network from its inception um, many years ago, and this was always a favorite thing to volunteer at. And you know, it was really sad when we when we couldn't be part of the big event, but um, it's just so exciting to be back here and giving back. And when you hear all the stories of the people calling in. I've had lots of calls today from people in outlying areas of Alberta. So Camrose, Bashaw, Lacombe, it's it's been amazing. Someone beside me had somebody calling in from the Northwest Territories. So it's amazing the reach that people are hearing it um, on, obviously on Chad and through Global and Kissing. So yeah, it's, it's amazing how supportive everybody is. And yeah, the fact that those donations come in from different places, because of course the Stollery serves those different places, and they're not just they're not just somewhere that provides care here in Edmonton, as we know. Uh, that reach yeah. extends throughout Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, and as you mentioned, the territories as well. 
Kathy, thank you so much for making the time to jump on and chat with me a little bit about what your experience has been like this morning. Just paint me a little bit of a picture there of, of the room that you're in. So you're you're somewhere else. Normally, I, we'd be able to just turn around here from my broadcast and I could just ask you how it's going on the phone lines. But you are, you're somewhere else in the world. Are you in the hospital? Where are where are you? You know, you know what? We're actually at the University of Alberta um, in the Cameron Library in the basement. I feel like this is a computer lab. <laughs> and there's okay. like rows of people. I'm actually lucky enough to be sitting right beside Reed from 630 Chet this morning. So we've been visiting in our off times. Um, but yeah, there's about 20 of us sitting here in our pink shirts. And we're, you know, excited when our phones ring that it's we're having a chance to catch up with people as well. So it's been a fun way to spend the morning. Well, Kathy, I, I will let you go get back to it because I trust your experience much more on the phone lines than I do Reed Wilkins. I will tell him to go easy on you. Have fun over there. Thank you for Thanks everything so much, that you're doing. Joe. We really appreciate it. Okay. <laughs> Thanks so much. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.